Greetings, Garbos. Welcome to the Garbage Club, because sometimes good garbage is hard to find, but not really this week. <laughs> uh, does everyone want to introduce themselves? Um, I'm Rob, a.k.a. Ghost Plague. I'm Matt, a.k.a. Zero Chill. And I'm Vivian, a.k.a. Crochet Cypher. <laughs> And this week, we watched Hackers. So, the movie Hackers, for those of you who don't know, is a movie about a misfit gang of hackers. So it starts out with this, this guy, Dade, who, when he was a kid, crashed a lot of servers... And got arrested and 15, banned. Fifteen thousand yeah. seven. And seven. Don't forget the and <laughs> seven. Never forget the seven. Um, and he was like arrested as a kid and tried and uh, like put on a probation where he was banned from using a computer. No, he was he was banned from owning a computer because all of us were just like, um, he's like five. He's not gonna own his own computer. <laughs> this is the yeah. worst punishment. And so he was banned from that until he turns 18. And then we cut to him at, like, age 17, and he's totally using computers anyways. Um, and it's him and his mother moving to New York. And, he, you know, he gets right to work hacking the local TV station. He gets in a fight with another hacker who goes by the name Acid Burn. So cool. So cool. And they just have, they have like this hacker battle that just contains all of this, where they're, they're like fighting over video cassettes. Like they have robot arms in the TV station that are fighting over video cassettes. And it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, And meanwhile, there are all of these video clips and things flashing across the screen that just have absolutely nothing to do with what's going on. Uh, which is just kind of par for the course for this movie of um, they don't know what hacking is or how it works, but it should look cool. Well, they get it right literally once when they have him like call uh, like yeah. a security desk agent and like trick him into finding passwords for him. Yeah, or, like, they give him the IP address. Yeah, okay, yeah. He, like, turns on a computer for him at the video station. Because social engineering is, like, a real hacking technique that is, like, the most commonly used one. But everything else about this movie was completely uh, unrealistic. Yeah. Actually, that's not true. There are some things that are weirdly accurate, like the the tutorial for recording, like, quarters and using it to trick uh, payphones. That's true, yeah. that That is an actual thing. Yeah, they they did get freaking right, which freaking is the act of like tricking payphones. Right, I think it like applies to just like telecommunications in general, but that's yeah. like that was I guess like the most famous use of it. I think. Yeah. How much do each of us actually know about hacking? Uh, like NSA, don't listen to this, but we <laughs> just need to establish some like well, knowledge levels he's... here. Here's how much I know about hacking. Uh, I'll post this on a VPN. <laughs> <laughs> and that means what? Uh... <laughs> I mean, I know some things about hacking, but it's not something that I really like 
do or bother with. <laughs> but anyways, um, Dade takes up the new man, the new handle, uh, Crash Override, and then he makes friends with um, some other hackers at his school, who then just kind of like induct him into their circle, and one one of them is just kind of like hacking some server and finds some garbage file um, that he then gets arrested for. So Dade and his friends decide to start harass... Like, a lot of the... A big chunk of the movie is taken up by they're just, like, harassing the Secret Service agent who's in charge of this. Like, why the Secret Service is involved in this is never oh, really yeah. explained. Like, they keep... Uh, the, the main villain of this film, whose actor name I do not know... Nor do I know his character name. <laughs> but he's he's the main antagonist because he planted a fake virus on his company's servers to, like, sink all of their tanker ships. And he's framing these kids for doing that because he's, um, I think he's doing, like, the kind of microtransaction thing where, like, every time a transaction goes through a bank, he takes off, like, two cents or something. And he's he's squirreled away, like, millions of dollars using this. This is another, that's another kind of, like, digital crime thing that has popped up a lot. Like, it is literally the same technique that happens in uh, Office Space and yeah. Superman 3? No I know this is a joke in Office Space, I just don't remember it. Yeah. Oh, his, his character name is The Plague. Oh, well, this is right. hacker name. Yeah, but his real name is Eugene. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Eugene Babbage. Yeah. Oh, I forgot his name was Babbage. I don't think his name is Babbage. I think that was just a uh, pseudonym because screenwriters are clever. (laughs) Um, Uh, But anyways, they uh, they harass this Secret Service agent and then they just all keep getting arrested. Um, but, But then they realize, you know, the evil plan to sink the tanker. And they do this big hack to hack into the security company and destroy the virus um, and expose the guy and then also destroy the servers of the security company. Why they felt the need to destroy everything when it was just like... Yeah, just for, for lols. I think it was because the uh, the virus was on this like supercomputer called the Gibson, which, a- after looking it up... It is was intentionally named after William Gibson. Yeah. Which is cool, I guess. <laughs> I feel that would be a lot cooler if I'd read any William Gibson. Um I've read I've read Neuromancer. Alright, so you're you're definitely ahead of me. Yeah. In your cyberpunk cred. <laughs> you're the resident <laughs> expert now. Oh man, I, I read Neuromancer in like high school. I do not remember much of it, I'm gonna be honest. Uh, so if we're done summarizing the movie, then... Oh, and then Dade also, uh, makes out with Acid Burn, who turns out to be Angelina Jolie. <laughs> the way you said it, I just imagined, like, you... Like, they're all meeting in real life, because they all go to the same school for some reason. Uh, like, it's some sort of hacker school, <laughs> but it's not. Yeah, well, it's, it's just it's New just, York. It's just like a New York This is just how school. New York oh, is. Oh, yeah, sure. All the kids in New York go to the same school. <laughs> Yeah, and they're all hackers. And they're all hackers. 
so the this whole time, Dade's had this like crush on this girl who is Angelina Jolie the whole time. But in my head, I imagined that like you couldn't tell it was Angelina Jolie until the last scene for some reason. <laughs> like she was wearing a hood or a mask. <laughs> Nope, just at the very end, she finds out, like, oh, shit, the person I've had a crush on was Angelina Jolie all along. But it's also 1995. Who's Angelina Jolie? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's this girl who's not wearing a bra. Oh, she never wears a bra, and I don't understand it. She does not it. wear a bra in the entire movie. Yeah. So, oh, the the last scene is also they jump into a pool, almost drown, and uh, Johnny Lee Miller, who is oh playing Dade, uh, his clothes dissolve for some reason. <laughs> It's it's the most amazingly bad kiss scene that I've ever seen in a movie because they made the act like I, I pointed this out while we watched it and it's something that doesn't normally like register for me while I'm watching a movie, but just like they were making these actors tread water in full clothing while delivering their lines and then do a kiss and you can just tell that they had to do enough takes that the actors are just fucking exhausted. Yeah, Johnny Lee Miller is barely keeping his his like face above water in the take that's in the movie. Same with Angelina Jolie. Yeah, they both look like at any moment they could drown. Like they are not particularly like muscular people in these roles, and so just like <laughs> these are actors, not jocks. I wonder if that's why Johnny Lee Miller is so ripped now. He was just like, I can never be so out of shape that I almost drown treading water in a pool again. Well, damn. Now there's there's a piece of information I wish I would, I'd brought to this podcast is the general scale of rippedness of all of these characters. Where are they now? Yeah. Where where does their body fat percentage rate? I mean, we all know about Angelina Jolie. Yeah. She's, I think. Uh, she's like medium ripped yeah. probably. Like she's probably got a good personal yeah. trainer. Johnny Lee Miller, uh, like, I guess the last time I saw him super shirtless was for super his, shirtless. yeah, Extra shirtless. his Frankenstein role. It, like, he was doing a Broadway show with, uh, ironically, the other TV Sherlock, uh, Benedict Cumberbund. <laughs> oh my god, really? Uh, yeah, well, and the, so the, have you heard about Frankenstein? No. This play? <laughs> yeah, this, this so they, new story, Frankenstein. <laughs> well, so, in the, in this, it was like, um... Uh, no, it, it was in London, I think. There was this play where they switched off, depending on what night it was, which one played Frankenstein and which one played Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> so no matter what, it was Sherlock playing both roles. Oh That's the point. And Johnny Lee Miller was so This is far ripped. too meta. Yeah, okay, let's... <laughs> Once again, we've, we managed to about? weasel our way out of talking about the thing that we came here to talk about. <laughs> Okay, so uh, now we're going to do our uh, recommendations. So the first part is why, if you haven't seen Hackers yet, um, by some miracle, and by that I mean I hadn't seen it before. And now I you have, it and Thursday, isn't your life more enriched? And now I have. Oh yeah, it's so like all inside jokes are now explained to me via Hackers. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna tell you why you should also watch Hackers. So who wants to go first? This is this is Rob's recommendation. I feel like we should get that out right in front. Yeah, this 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 was, you know, my recommendation to begin with. Um as somebody who like works with computers and does that, like there are a lot of people who are like, "Oh, like Hollywood never gets it right. Hollywood's always so wrong." And I I just fucking love that. Like I I love seeing how wrong things can be and just 
like all of the like NCIS whenever they talk about ha- hacking or like scandal. Like one of my favorite other terrible movies that I might make everyone watch for some episode is Grandma's Boy because it's about a video game company and it couldn't have been more inaccurate. Is that where tighten up the graphics on level three come from? Oh no, that's from a fucking infomercial. Oh god, just got some goddamn nom flashbacks from that. <laughs> watch as we kill Matt. I've actually filed bug reports that say tighten up the graphics on level three. Oh, oh shit, God. Rob's a better nerd. Rob, your game doesn't even have levels. Exactly. <laughs> Alright, Matt, who would who would you recommend this movie to? Okay. Well, I actually want to, like, I want to I talk a little bit more about the inaccuracy thing going forward, because that is, that is a very common thing with uh, the approach to, like, cyber anything in TV, and... In the little that I've managed to read about this movie, that was kind of a challenge for the screenwriter. Rafael Moreau, um, this is, like, I think, his first feature-length thing. He was actually really into hacking up to that point. The entire cast went to a hacking convention. Oh, damn. They actually did try to learn stuff. And there are, like, details that they mm-hmm. get right. The problem is, and I think this is something that the screenwriter himself pointed out, is making it cinematic. Yeah. And it's when he was interviewing somebody who was actually in prison for hacking charges that he realized that like internet stuff can actually mean real life stuff that's when he like made the connection and that's kind of the the point at which the cyber becomes like physical is always the thing that i think tv and movies have difficulty with and i think though it's extremely and like cringeworthy anachronistic in hackers it probably the most prescient because there is an actual concept of the Internet of Things in Hackers. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of a non-functional one. It does it does seem like everything is in the control of whoever are these whoever decides to learn these this nerd shit. But I think it's actually kind of interesting that in this time where there is like the techno thriller was kind of becoming a thing, this movie comes from the perspective of like, no, nah, the rebels can be the good guys. Hackers are sort have their own sort of co- code of conduct and stuff. Like the manifesto that gets read in this movie is, an, is like real. That's something I didn't know. A fair dose of reality mixed into hackers, just just like the the kind of connective tissue that doesn't hold up. One of those things being that nobody who wrote or directed this knows what teens are like or how they speak or do things. Because mm-hmm. there's a stunning lack of like character depth and motivation in this. Yeah. And there's also some parts where you can physically see Johnny Lee Miller straining to achieve a tone that sounds somewhat human. Yeah. There, there's also this like weird plot line where... Um... Angelina Jolie's character just goes straight from, like, she has a serious boyfriend very clearly to just, like, they're, like, making gambles and bets on uh, her and Johnny Lee Miller's character going on a date together. And just, like, they completely drop the whole pretense that she has a boyfriend. I mean, I'd say that's actually the most realistic teenage behavior in this movie. Yeah. Oh, him? Oh, he doesn't really exist, does he? Yeah, I think that this movie has more of a reputation than a lot of other things for being wrong. When really, I think it's just a not very good movie with 
some fairly informed stuff like wrapped around it. And the the fact that this movie has a very clear idea of like what white hat and like black hat is is pretty like it's pretty impressive, especially for its mm-hmm. time. I mean, look at the stuff that came out around that time, like fucking uh, Johnny Mnemonic, and um, what's the one with? Is there one with, like Michael Douglas or something? Like when there was like serious doubts about like VR becoming like potentially risky. Like there are X Files episodes that are just. At least this, there are parts of this movie that have aged appropriately. Yeah, that's true. Though, yeah, I think I think the real like problem is that nobody understands teens, like from a fashion level all the way down to like slang and everything. It, it just definitely feels like a "How do you do, fellow kids?" <laughs> movie. Oh yeah, it a hundred percent like that whole movie. Yeah, none of them look like they belong in high school either. Oh, that's actually the funny thing. All of them are in their twenties except for one of them. Jesse Bradford, the guy who plays Joey, he was 16 when it was made. I think the youngest one after that was Angelina Jolie, who was 20. Oh wow! Oh, so wow. he was he was the uh, he was the McLovin of the cast. Yeah, he's the, literally the only high school age person. Yeah, I definitely movie. believe that. Yeah. Couldn't they have just like hired him as a consultant? Like, <laughs> you know, you'd you'd think, but I mean. I guess, I guess this movie does suffer from a, an identity crisis of not knowing who this is for. Yeah, because this was definitely like a man hackers are cool thing, but to whom? Because <laughs> a lot of the like details for these characters are kind of really like lazily filled in with just like oh teen stuff, you know, as teens do. Mm-hmm. With their jolt cola for breakfast. Oh my oh gosh, boy. Jolt Cola. I miss Jolt so much. I swear you can still get Jolt Cola at BevMo. I haven't, I haven't seen it in years. Yeah, maybe in BevMo. I haven't been to BevMo in a few years. I feel like it's right next to the balls. Balls you can definitely find. Yeah. I think there are two versions of Jolt, aren't there still? Because there's the stuff that's made by, like, the, the original stuff that still comes in the black in the glass bottle. And then there's that weird shit that comes in the can. I'm not the only one who remembers the battery-shaped cans, right? I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, man, those were ridiculous. Yes, I do. And even that, those had, like, two versions, because those was the one with, like, the thermosensitive ink, and the other one that was just, like, mass-produced. That was the stuff that I was able to get in high school. Yeah, I don't think I ever got the ones with the thermosensitive ink. No, that's crazy. Energy drinks. Yeah, totally. That's teen stuff. Again, that does seem like something they got, right? Yeah. See, it's funny because I feel like that stuff, like energy drinks and whatnot, went through such a resurgence like 10 years yeah. after this movie. Like, it wasn't, a- I don't feel like it was accurate to the time, but like energy drinks became such a market a decade later. Right. And this, the like, the implications of the internet of things, of like, hackers being able to access things that they should have no they should have no reasonable way of like controlling yeah that wasn't like a real thing or fear like five years ago but <laughs> now we have like internet connected thermostats so hackers can like cook me in my own home yeah it's interesting how like teens in movies have evolved since hackers i like this sort of fashion forward thing like everyone's their own jojo villain 
Yeah, the the fashion I think is fantastic. Like the characters yeah. have these ridiculous. Like it's very clear that with the wardrobe they were trying to do something where like these people are really cool. Whereas in real life, a hacker is you know more likely to be wearing something comfy or yeah. or just not wearing clothes. Yeah, I was gonna I, say boxers. I think they may have. They may yeah. have had an idea of that because I think the like in terms of I don't know visual shorthand the easiest way to like sort of create this idea of a subculture is to make them dress differently. Yeah, I mean we all we, who among us hasn't watched a video of like cyber goths dancing? Yeah, like it's I think that may have been the the idea behind it. I can't say for sure, but I think that it works to sort of create this idea of a hacker culture by just making them all dress really weird yeah and uh it's it's also kind of addressed because they go to the skate park slash hacker internet cafe to like prove how cool of a hacker they are several times during the movie so mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a neat fun fact about that when they filmed it apparently like the uh basin they were in was like declared a historical landmark and they all had to be really careful about not damaging it. Oh shit. It seems super hard when you're rollerblading around in it. Yeah. Oh yeah, they also rollerblade everywhere. Oh yes. Which is just wonderful. Oh. And the bad guy skateboards. He's... <laughs> Skate- oh yeah, God, skateboarding and like rollerblading is this weird sort of... Yeah, there was a time when like rollerblading was like this cool thing. Like, cause we have like, like the entire Jet Set like franchise. That IP is all about rollerblading. Yeah. I mean, now we just have hoverboards and one wheels yeah, the and self balancing stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, which is still cool to an extent. It's cool from like a machine learning standpoint. <laughs> it's cool when you th- when you come from a like when you're not used to things like piloting themselves. Yeah, because they've they've definitely been out for long enough now. It's like now this is something that tools do. <laughs> yeah. But now, as somebody who lives um, in the San Francisco area, it's just like, oh, it's another douchey tech bro on some expensive hoverboard. Yeah. Who's just clearly too lazy to walk. Yeah. Oh, I actually learned something about this that really kind of dated the movie, but also dated it in a really funny way to me. So, uh, the... Like four main char- or the actors playing the four main characters: um, Johnny Lee Miller, Angelina Jolie, Jesse Bradford, or no, not Jesse Bradford, uh, Matthew Lillard and Lawrence Mason. Like those, like four, they like spent three weeks together, like you know, building camaraderie and stuff. They learned to rollerblade, so it's actually them rollerblading. But also during that time, they learned to type for the movie. Oh my god. That's a thing they had to do. That wasn't just something mandated by their just cultural environment. They actually had to learn to type. Imagine the world where not everyone knows how to type. Yeah, that's that's such a great way of like explaining the era that that movie comes from. Yeah, well, that would explain why they all type so fucking slow for hackers. But like, there's a scene where Johnny Lee Miller is actually typing at a reasonable speed. And, like, Angelina Jolie is like, oh, wow, is that how you, like, are in bed, too? Like, forcing him to slow down. Like, typing fast is a bad thing somehow. So it's, like, somehow a plot detail. Oh, yeah, all the keyboards in this movie are weird, too. 
they all have like this weird like typing in a tin shack reverb sound to it. I can't like I can't not hear it every time I see it. Now. I, I feel like it, that must have been like they specifically added that sound effect in post to yeah, make I mean, keyboard sound cool. Re- reverb is like the motion blur of sound. It oh just makes God. it's supposed to make things sound cooler. Yeah. But there's something about it that's just that really throws me off. I mean, it's the same thing as motion blur. You look at it and you're just like, oh, it's just some dumb motion blur. <laughs> yeah. Although, I guess, to, like, speaking of video effects, there's a lot of them in this movie. I it, You can kind of tell this is kind of an MTV generation movie, just from, like, the visuals and the way that it's shot. Like, there's a lot of um, time lapse. There's some really neat uh, sequences that are, like, kind of, quote-unquote, cyberspace. Just the way things are shot, it it feels very like music video like. Yeah, there's a great shot to start off the movie where it's sort of like panning over a city, and then all of a sudden it just changes into like a, a microprocessor CPU. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So is that is that your recommendation then, Matt? for who should see this movie. I don't know if I've actually made a recommendation. I just kind of talked about stuff. <laughs> I mean, I, I like Hackers. It's not a good movie, but the way in which cyberpunk and our relationship with the internet has changed since then, the way in which certain qualities have aged out and which some of those, and you know how some of those have remained relevant, is really interesting to me. I think it's interesting about all cyberpunk related stuff especially stuff that came out in like the early to mid 90s we just get to examine our evolving relationship with technology through movies that aren't so good yeah Mm-hmm. i mean also the reason we're here is because all of these movies are not good <laughs> true but they're good in our hearts oh yeah oh a neat thing i found out is that this is like literally the first like major motion picture role for Johnny Johnny Lee Miller like the year after this came out was when he was in train spotting and that's when like people started recognizing him oh wow i've never seen train spotting oh yeah oh and there's actually a really great epilogue to this movie because after uh after hackers finished uh Johnny Lee Miller and Angelina Jolie were actually married what? oh Se- separated 18 months later and then formally divorced in 1999 what Wow. So there's your fun fact. They're actually still good friends to this day, apparently. Hack together, stay together. It's, yep. it's a common well, phrase. I mean, they they didn't, though. They're Mess still friends, the Rob. Legally I mean, separated with the rest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the other, the other fun fact is that 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 refrain in the movie um, mess with the best die like the rest that is that is a taunt line in twisted metal 4 i say this as like one of 18 people who played <laughs> twisted metal 4 which is like one of the worst ones oh. all right so what are some oh wait vivian do you have your who would you recommend this to Yes, so I would recommend this movie if you are having confusing feelings about Johnny Lee Miller in Turtlenecks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, dude, there are like there are just like three different kinds of fetishes gestating in this movie. It was intense. I had, yeah. 
had a lot of emotions watching that pool scene. <laughs> Wasn't sure whose clothes I wanted to yeah. dissolve more. It was it was getting if weird. If Viv has a type, it's people near drowning. Yeah, or yeah, it could have been the people drowning thing. Now this is something I'm gonna have to like go to therapy about. Yeah, does John know how to swim? Maybe he should forget. Oh, he a hundred percent knows how to swim, but I don't. So John, John is one hundred percent swim. I, mean, I I do, but I'm just not very good at it. <laughs> like I could I could probably tread water for like two minutes and then I'm dead. <laughs> Fair enough. Treading water is hard. It is, yeah. especially when fully clothed. <laughs> So what I guess I I should also take away from this movie that I need to get ripped so I never drown while treading water. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's yeah, the learn, learn from Johnny Lee Miller. Yeah, I gotta learn from Johnny Lee Miller and Angelina Jolie, who clearly both got fit because they almost treading drowned water. Pool. Treading water, otherwise known as hacking swimming. Hacking swimming. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Maybe I, this, I really maybe... want a modern day remake of this movie. That is, uh, instead of computer hackers, they're life hackers. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, I can. I, I would dig the hell out of that. That'd be so good. Well, they they just remade what was it? Um, I want to call it Crash Override, but it's not. Uh, it's that like surfer slash extreme sports movie where they like, team up with Point the, Break. Yes, Point oh, Break. Yeah. Hackers should be next. <laughs> Shit, I'd I'd be down for that because. Techno paranoia is eternal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which I mean, I still, I still have like a. I, I'm glad that this movie doesn't go the paranoid route and still instead tries to rationalize and, I don't know, make a case for the the hacker ethos. Yeah. I mean, it, I do it, feel it comes like off that. sounding like adult as hell, like try, a kid or like an adult desperately trying to seem cool to his kids. But I mean, it's it's. Oh, worthy yeah. effort, I guess. Well, I think it also came from a time where not everyone was using computers. Or even right. the internet. Yeah. Like, the internet was still kind of, you know, a specialized or business thing. Like, computers weren't... Like, personal computers weren't super commonplace. You might have a family computer, but it was a it was a specialized hobby rather than just a life necessity. Yeah. Yeah, there does seem to be like pretty clear boundaries between computer users and non-users in this movie. Yeah, definitely. Well, like one of, one of the things in in when they're introducing the characters is that like uh, Johnny Lee Miller has to take a computer class, and they're like teaching them how to—I don't even know how to. Oh, they're. I think this is too advanced, but they're teaching them how to create GUIs. So that's that's like the level of computer we're at, where there's not like a mm-hmm. standardized GUI somewhere, or they're just learning like yeah. Visual Basic or something. Yeah. And meanwhile, Johnny Lee Miller is just like hacking the schedule database to make sure he is in all of Angelina Jolie's classes. Totally not a stalker, guys. Um, it's fine. Yeah, which is actually something that um, Bill Gates apparently did in high school. Oh, Bill neat. Gates is also totally yeah, not a stalker, guess. guys. It's fine. Yeah, uh, Bill Gates um, was like, the, the school asked him to make software that would place all of the students into classes so that they didn't have to do it by hand. And Bill Gates rigged it so that he would have every class with his crush. So he didn't so much hack the system as 
They, right. He, again, social engineered his way into the school system. I mean, <laughs> yeah, he just rigged it. He just rigged it. <laughs> yeah, something else that's kind of missing from this movie is the, like, any concept of the ethics of cyberspace. I mean, it's shown as this kind of uh, anarchistic, no no rules, everyone is uh, everyone is true neutral kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But they do some stuff that is kind of like well beyond the line and also uh, 100% illegal and kind of like ethically suspect. Yeah. I mean, they, there's an, yeah, like you mentioned before, this entire, like an entire montage of them messing with the Secret Service agent doing stuff that you know you can see people doing today in like, yeah. context that makes those people feel fear for their lives right so like i was actually like when we watched it right now i was like wait this is a like this is a harassment campaign they're essentially running a competition to harass this person as much as possible yeah totally like they they have uh, so they're harassing the head of the secret service i guess um, who's like vehemently anti-hacker, which is like how they justify it. But they're kind of framing like all of this stuff that they're doing to him as a kind of fun prank. But they have him declared dead at one point. Uh, like yeah. I think they shut down all of his bank accounts. Uh, they don't take the money, but like, yeah, they they up. post personal ads with his phone number to get other people to call and yes. harass him. Um, it's I think. I think there's an ideology in this that's kind of flawed in that, you know, when you take, when you uh, argue the goodness of rule of law, then, like, nothing matters. Like, this idea is like, well, this is what's legal, this is not legal, but I think both of those things are wrong, so everything is okay. There's a kind Mm -hmm. of sense of that where it's just like, well, because we don't believe in the things that the government thinks are bad as actually bad that means we can decide that they are good. So these things like, you know, impersonation, fraud, and all that stuff, to them it's just like, it's a tool, and it's a tool with sort of no moral uh, skew to it. It's something that to them is neutral when it's really like, well, no, those things those things are illegal for a reason, and, you know, leveraging those means is kind of unethical because yeah. you are targeting that person's like yeah. actual livelihood that is another place where it does really seem like they're just teenagers like thinking yeah. about the screenwriter like maybe they knew this was fucked up and were just like eh they're teens though but like I, I've definitely heard stories of like teenagers not like maybe teenagers but people who know there are no consequences to doing these things on the internet so they just do them like that's just yeah, or or knowing that the um, systems in place to give oversight to these things are aren't flawed. equipped to deal yeah. with it. All right. So yeah, I I mean I might be an uncool adult, but yeah, the the <laughs> ethos of hacking in this movie is extremely flawed and creates a false equivalence between like the illegality of fraud and the neutral neutrality of hacking in general the fact that it sees hacking as like a true neutral action is like anybody who's worked in tech is like no that's really not true (laughs) yeah uh okay so does anyone have any movie recommendations based on 
if someone's seen Hackers and they want to see more similar movies. Hmm. I'll throw down Johnny Mnemonic right now. Go for it. That I, in fact, I might make us watch that because that's another really great like cybery thing <laughs> that came out of that same era. Plus, you know, sort of mid-career Keanu Reeves. Uh, I'll always watch Keanu Reeves. Yeah, I don't. Th- I haven't seen Johnny Mnemonic. Um. I don't know if I have any. I'll, I'll throw down a few, and I'll see if they jog your, your memory there, Rob. Uh, so the first one I'm going to recommend, I'm pretty sure I recommended it before, but is uh, CSI Cyber, which has oh, yeah. very similar misconceptions <laughs> Wait, about what hacking what? is. There's a CSI Cyber? Yeah, so first of all, yeah. it has an awful name. I don't think they know what the implications of Cyber <laughs> truly are. <laughs> Uh, For anyone who doesn't know, cybering is when you basically sext through the internet, which at this point, sexting is also through the internet, so whatever. (laughs) It was the early version of sexting. It was the early version of sexting, where, like, you couldn't just text with unlimited data and all this stuff. You had to, like, get on your webcam. (laughs) As if anyone's ever given you a weird look for saying ASL... Now you know why. <laughs> oh, yes. Vital part of cybering ASL. That is a thing I didn't know and had to have explained oh, to no, me. Oh, no, Matt. Where were you? <laughs> Wait, what? At well, what I, age? Like, well, I, honestly, it was only a couple years ago because I didn't realize, like, A, like, forward slash S, forward slash L was, like, short, for, was, like, a thing. <laughs> I just knew ASL, like, American Sign Language. Oh, man. <laughs> Silly me. <laughs> Relying on acronyms. Yeah, having grown up in both World of Warcraft and, like, AIM chat rooms, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. Oh, I, I kind of lived my own zero-cool lifestyle. <laughs> I had dial-up till high school. Oh, man. So I, I didn't get a lot of early internet stuff. Prime meme uh, genesis, I missed it. Uh, yeah, ASL, the original meme, maybe? Probably not. I hope not. I hope not. No, I think me- memes no, I mean, go back pretty far. The the original, I mean, the first thing that is credited as an internet meme is the dancing baby. Jesus. <laughs> I'm aware of the dancing yeah, baby. Yeah, I don't remember it being, like, a meme, though. That's a grim cultural t- touchstone if there ever was um, one, because that's, no, not I a, mean, that's not a particularly pleasing thing to look at. So, I mean, it it is credited at, like, the... The term, like when the people who actually defined the term meme, actually used the dancing baby as the example of. Oh, okay. I, I see. see. So it's not necessarily like the first meme, but it is the first like identified the first one internet meme. I got you. I got like you. the the first thing that was kind of um, like such a cultural. Like, such a cultural thing that was shared entirely via the internet. I gotcha. That's interesting. Alright, I, I can see what's happening there. Uh, okay, so besides CSI Cyber, which, again, has knows nothing about hacking. I mean, it's not that NCIS scene bad, where, like, they're getting hacked and two people need to use the same keyboard. It's not that bad. But uh, it, it is a modern show, and they have a lot of misconceptions about what computers are <laughs> but it's also pretty interesting because they'll they I, they're another show that takes 
the episode topics from like news stories so they have one episode where like someone's robbing houses because um they have like this bluetooth connected doll that's supposed to teach your kids english or something um which is a real thing uh there's like this bluetooth barbie or baby doll that like learned uh, to talk the nanny cam barbie well it wasn't intended to be a nanny cam but it was supposed to like connect to bluetooth and your computer to like upload pictures Mm -hmm. of like your kid playing with a barbie or something and um like so there was i think it was just i thought it was just recording like audio maybe Uh, there's definitely one that involved a camera slightly before Mm. or after that barbie i don't know but there there are these like toys now that are internet connected basically and people can exploit Mm -hmm. that so that's what one of their episodes is about Hmm. Uh, another show that's specifically about hackers is scorpion which i feel like is famous on the internet now because in their pilot episode they had to hack a plane uh but the plane wasn't on wi-fi allegedly so they had to use the plane's ethernet cable which was totally not its refueling rod don't think about it too hard (laughs) so like somehow the plane was flying low enough that this like quote-unquote cord could reach their computer so they literally had a computer tied to a plane Uh, wait were they hacking it from another plane no they're hacking it from a car on the ground what yeah (laughs) Golden Age of Television, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, those are the two. Uh, they're both TV shows that I would recommend in this case. All right. Well, I'm gonna recommend Silicon Valley because if you want to know what nerds are actually like, oh yeah, there's a lot of. Uh, uh, we've touched on the like dubiousness of cyber ethics, I guess. Ethics with re- with respect to, like, technology is still kind of, like, something I think people are coming to terms with. Mm-hmm. And, you know, legal systems are actually trying to keep up with it. Uh, something that I love the most about Silicon Valley is that it's so much, like, bending over backwards, uh, logical, like, constructs of nerds that are trying to cover up the fact that it's just, like, they're unkind, selfish people. Where, like, you'll have an entire scene dedicated to, like, them trying to make an inherently selfish and self-centered point, but using, like, overwrought uh, technical jargon and, like, sometimes even sort of corporate software engineering, like, boilerplate tech speak to sort of gloss over that to create this sort of, like, pseudo-objective, like, explanation of why their point is correct. It's all just, like... It's all just overwrought pseudo intellectualist bullshit <laughs> meant to like justify this the really awful stuff that some people believe. And there's a kind of truth to that how it's all just everyone wants to make ex- makes make excuses for their own selfish impulses, but the fact that you know this particular like subset of people in tech really want to try and make the best to the, what to them is the most objective case for their like line of thinking even if that means making all these really weird sort of false equivalencies and, like, declarations of neutrality, even when they aren't so. It really, it, it's, it is both funny and extremely true to life, and that more than anything is probably why it's one of my favorite things that Mike Judge has done. Yeah. 
Yeah. I feel like you had to one, one of the other things. There, Matt. Oh. <laughs> yeah. One of the other things I will recommend is the movie that I mentioned earlier, Grandma's Boy, as just another example of uh, whoever was making this movie, like, tried to understand this subculture and got <laughs> parts of it right, but then they tried to make it cinematic and got parts of it very wrong. Yeah. I don't, like, something I've learning more about tech and more learning more about games. Like the more I've learned about how there, there's so much to like a particular, any particular subculture. I've kind of learned to forgive, forgive movies for being so bad at it because it's really hard to teach like an entirely discrete set of values and ideas in like the visual language of a feature like movie. Like it's, not, it's hard to teach anybody anything in 90 minutes. Yeah. So I think I'm learning in in baby <laughs> steps to enjoy that that like what that process is of like taking a subculture and making it into a movie something that's very insular and making it like what appeal to a wide audience. Sometimes it is ex- sometimes it hurts to watch. I oh, I got to say but you know every, every now and then you're like, "Well, Wait, hold on. This little thing—the way that they treated this, like I don't know, USB flash drive—that's that's actually pretty true to life. I know people who do that. Movies are hard. Is basically the story of hackers. I think that's the story of most of the again most of the movies we watch. Yeah, movies are hard, but by by uh, watching them, you can learn all the ways not to do things. Sure, like playing bad games. Every, every bad, yeah, every bad movie and every bad game is, is its own lesson in semiotics, mm-hmm. you know. Okay, so uh, who? Let's do the outros. Uh, <laughs> Rob, do you want to go first again? Yeah. Uh, so I'm Robert Juicy, aka Ghost Plague. What's your Twitter? If you want to, uh, my actual Twitter handle is at the Rob Juicy. T H E R O B G I U S T I. I'm Matt, aka Zero Chill. You can find me at Dash Jump Cancel on Twitter. All right, and I'm Vivian, aka Crochet Cipher, and uh, you can tweet me at Garbage Club underscore Pod, and we'll have links to everyone's Twitters in the on the show notes, uh, which you can. Smooth segue. <laughs> you can find. Boy, we're gonna need some of those for editing this. <laughs> I'm just gonna edit in the words "smooth segue" every time. Remember when this was a movie podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I do not. I don't remember that anymore. Yeah, really, what you've done is made the classic error in giving us a platform to talk about how much we hate nerds. I guess so. <laughs> First, we dumped on uh, like general hackers. Then it was Silicon Valley tech bros. And then it was Richard Dawkins. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, fuck all of those, but... Basically, the only person we didn't dunk on was, like, Hollywood people who make bad movies. Johnny Lee Miller came out of this looking real good because he's never done a wrong thing in his life. Oh, yeah. Angelina Jolie, too. We didn't dunk on her at all. Yeah. Neither of them have done anything wrong ever. I mean, that haircut was real rough in this movie, but I don't think that's Angelina Jolie's fault. Yeah, that's costume and wardrobe. Yeah. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you. That's a pretty. Cool, I I'm personally pro uh, pro um, Corbin Dallas, Johnny Lee Miller, and 
pro cyber vampire Angelina Jolie. Honestly, <laughs> if I, you had to, if you had to go through like the number of times very red eyeshadow has been used in like movie history, fucking like top five usages. That's Angelina Jolie and Hackers. I mean, so I'm also just amazed that like we got through an entire movie from the '90s um, without any gay jokes. There was a, like, when they were setting up that call line, they were like, oh, include transvestites, too. And I was like, oh, no. Ah, yeah, there we go. That, well, I mean, that, I that think was... they were, I mean, they were putting an, a personal ad to, like, get him, get him as many calls as possible. So they were just trying to... Yeah, but it seemed like the implication was that there would be some moral panic or, like, internal disgust that he was getting these calls from transvestites. Although, if it's over the phone, how would you know? No, I think they were just trying to... Yeah, weaponizing sexual attention is always going to have its own internal, like, ethical problems. Yeah. But, like, I'm, like, I know if they, if they made a movie like this, like, ten years later, giving Angelina Jolie, like, giving the female lead short hair would have invited so many lesbian jokes, and I'm just, I'm, like, pleasantly surprised that going back and watching this there weren't any of yeah it wasn't too bad uh having come off of shoot 'em up and machete (laughs) it was actually very good coming off of those two movies well i think hackers also wasn't really going for much of a comedic bend either yeah no it kind of comes off that way in retrospect um because i mean they they kind of tried to leave that all to matthew lillard which is in and of itself hard to watch i think matthew lillard and um um Lawrence Mason. They're they're like the comic relief. Yeah, which actually their chemistry is super solid. Yeah, like I, b- I believe they're friends. Yeah, yeah, it's it yeah. totally seems like they're high school friends who like yeah. hang out all the time. Okay, so um, those are those are our twitters. Uh, <laughs> if you want to, <laughs> this is all the fucking post show. It's all. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to edit. <laughs> Um, you could also email us at uh, mail at thegarbage.club uh, and definitely send us your bad movie recommendations because we are we need more bad movies to watch. Uh, I think that's it. We finally did it. Yeah, we made it. Yeah, we made it here. It was a long and winding road, but we made it to the end. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I was just going to say, hack the planet. Hack the planet. Yep. <laughs>